0: Good morning. Welcome to another episode of Thursday Mornings with Alex and Don, where Pastor Don answers all of your questions on theology, parenting, and whether he can tell if you're sleeping in church. Enjoy. Please like and subscribe.
1: Two. Okay. Yeah. I think. I don't think it is. No, it's got a counter on the bottom. Is it counting? Yep. I don't yeah.
0: know why this thing's I'd hate to be of no account, you know. Yeah. So if it's counting, then at least we're this is already the second take, so yeah. Uh, welcome everybody. We're doing you? a live, live, live version of this. Oh dear! Again,
1: we mess up every uh, yeah right away.
0: A month ago, I said I'm never doing that again because everything got messed up. But uh,
1: but I thought we said yeah. Here
0: I am. I think there's a saying behind that, but uh, I don't know. I keep coming back trying to find new stuff. So keep it up, brother. You're doing yep. good. If you're here with us, thank you, and uh, good morning. we're happy you're here. Um, Love the weather. I love the weather. Okay. I love winter. Well, I love winter, but this is a little cold.
1: That's what winter is, Don. This chivers my... Si- I mean, it's negative six. Yeah. That... And then it... Yeah, the wind chill. It was negative 22 oh, yeah. this
0: morning. Yeah. My dog did the same thing. I Run, signed out up for Iowa. Nope. I
1: didn't sign up for the
0: Arctic Circle. Oh, well, eventually it'll be there, right? I guess. Okay. Okay. Um... Martin Luther King Day was last Monday. You're right. Um, what do you, What was it like to be a part of the, that movement at the time? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, yes.
1: You were alive when the Martin Luther King. Yes, I was alive when Martin oh, yeah. Luther King was alive. I think I was seven or eight years old oh, when he okay. died. Uh, so I, I really wasn't uh, taking in a lot. Okay. But, yeah, it was uh, sad. It was really sad that night. Yeah. And it came upon the TV right away. And uh, we sort of sat back and wow,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, it was crazy. It, no one really expected anything like that, but No,
1: and I think it changed the movements he was part of. Oh yeah. And uh, the loss of his leadership, oh yeah, changed things. Um,
0: that was a sad time. Yeah. Um, he gets his namesake from Martin Luther, right?
1: pioneer of the Reformation. Yep. Even though I don't think when he put the uh, 95 theses on the Whitmarson door, he really knew he was a pioneer. Oh, okay. He was just doing what he saw in the word to do. Yeah. And he basically said, well, the church seems to be headed this way, and, and he had 95 things that he thought okay needed to be corrected.
0: What What are some things that we could attribute to him for someone who doesn't really know the full history of Martin Luther?
1: Well, one of the things is that the... Uh, the word of God would be in everybody's language. Yeah. And he That's did cute. his own translation of the, mm-hmm. uh, of the uh, Latin and, and Greek that he could get a hold of. And the Luther Bible is still one of the better German translations. It's used mm-hmm. by the Amish today. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting is if I hear the German New Testament being read, I can understand where they're at. Oh. It's a very good, sharp translation.
0: That's good. Yeah, the the language sounds funny to me. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it it's it
1: it's just a very very, even the seminary it was noted as being a very very accurate yeah translation yeah, by the way he was able to find the German words to uh, correctly translate Latin sure. and
0: Hebrew and Greek. Mm-hmm. Was I was good job i was listening to uh, i think it was martin luther king jr's daughter or granddaughter talk um recently on a different podcast about um about him and all the great things he was doing and kind of trying to correct some of the stuff that people attribute to him um like saying like even nowadays he would be this kind of a person or he would be on this person's side kind of like taking a you know, a figure and being like, see, Martin Luther King is with us and stuff, even though he's long past. And she was talking about, well, no, he, he preached heavily on, was it, was it acts? Do you know? I don't know. Okay. okay. But, um, he was, uh, he had she's She even kind of conceded too, like, he didn't have like the best. There were some flaws, right? Yeah. We know about some flaws, and I think in twenty twenty six, I think the FBI is releasing some secret documents, and she's she acknowledged that and she said that could be very well be like you know something that falls kind of um, like with George Washington right. or some of our other founding fathers, where we hold them in such high regard, we have statues for them, yet some people acknowledge correctly that you know they were slaveholders, right? Or Christopher Columbus was a Well, and, and did some terrible things.
1: You add to it to the cancel culture that's going on right now, and yeah. the attributes of somebody—if they had one foil, like you were saying, George Washington—and he kept slaves. Well, yeah. a lot of people in the New World kept slaves at that time. In fact, a lot of people were working off their debt for their travel across because of that.
0: Hold
1: on. And oh, oh.
0: that was your alarm to wake up? No. <laughs> I think that was my alarm to take my son to the uh, dentist yesterday.
1: That's what happens when you do live recording. Yep, yep. And especially on a cell phone that gives you all those. Oh, sure,
0: yeah. All those little interruptions. Yeah. So So
1: the d- cancel culture then is taking a lot of those things away mm-hmm. that are good contributions to who we are. Yeah. And then they take those things away. and I think we'll find out in another 15 years we've lost a great deal. Mm -hmm. in the process of cancel culture.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you look at anyone's work or anyone's, let's say, published work or, you know, a biography of somebody and everything in there is good, I feel lied to, you know? Mm -hmm. I I very much doubt that because it's not possible, right? Um, I mean, we can can focus on those things because they're important, but um, sometimes it's hard to do. right?
1: So when this FBI document comes out on Martin Luther King... I hope that cancel culture doesn't throw the good he did into the wind.
0: Yeah, I hope so too. Yep, that would be really sad. Yep, Uh,
1: because there's been a lot of good that's been canceled.
0: Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, that's, and a lot of times right now, you know, it's everything's focused on race, and I sometimes try to find where the church can be, you know, a benefit to that my wife, she's a music teacher um, for the Iowa City Schools, and so they have to do a lot of um, uh, it's like not like sensitivity training, but some like cultural stuff, and I remember like sitting in on some of them because I was really opposed to a lot of those things. You know, you listen to any mm-hmm. any, I don't listen to Fox News, but I'm trying to remember where they're really critical of some of that stuff. And she was like, "Why don't you know we we'll go we'll go watch one?" So I watched one, and I thought it was interesting how like it all boiled down to getting to know the students, mm-hmm. but yet there's so much division now based on race and calling people racist and stuff like that that I feel like that I mean, isn't that kind of what we talked about last week or the week before was disrespecting people's right and stuff like that
1: yeah yeah and and basically it really serves a purpose. For the governments and the societies and, and powers that be, if you will, if you take the Ephesians 6 mm-hmm. 9 and say, you know, we're, our rest, we're not wrestling against flesh and blood, but against yeah. principalities and powers, it really serves a purpose to separate us yeah. and to keep us at, at odds with each other. And then it fuels whatever agenda they're trying to get across.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they, uh, I, I think it serves commercial. Purposes to keep us divided. I think it serves our government well to keep us oh, divided. Yeah. Uh, and uh, if we could just start respecting each other to the point that, well, you know, I expect your opinion. I, I don't agree with you. Right. That's uh, hard. We, we had to uh, people of different faiths. I guess i thinking of our Catholic neighbors. Uh, really, really stellar people. I mean, good, good people. They didn't agree with us as far as uh, how we went to church and what we did, and and they had fish on Friday and things like that. Yeah. Uh, but we respected them, and they lived good lives, and they contributed well to our community. Uh, why can't we do that anymore? I don't know. Uh, it just seems like we have to up the ante to the point that we we can't even have them over coffee. Yeah. And...
0: Well, I mean... Uh... Maybe it's a, just from the fall of man, or maybe it's just that there's so much value in division. You know, the amount that you can get somebody to your side by villainizing somebody else is, is such a powerful tool, and it's sometimes, it's sometimes really hard to resist.
1: It's a powerful tool, and it's being used, I think, in the hands of people who know how to wield it. Yeah, too well. And I, with us not being suspicious of their motives. Mm-hmm and i think we need to be more suspicious of the motives yeah. and not let culture divide us as easily as it wants to
0: mhm yeah i like to do the i know this there there's like a, there's a there's a workshop thing for this where it's like if you agree disagree with someone's opinion before you address it or before you bring it up make sure you figure out how that makes sense in a kind way mm-hmm. so it's like you know you don't like chocolate ice cream or something like that. It's like, well, that's, and I really like chocolate ice cream. I'm a huge advocate for it. I'm like, well, maybe it's because this was a bad example and I didn't know where I was going with what I was saying, but maybe he doesn't like chocolate ice cream for this very logical reason. And then we can talk about it opposed to letting your mind just sit. Because even if it sits in the back, you're kind of, encouraging your brain or training your brain to kind of villainize someone for something that you haven't even fully thought out yourself.
1: Right. And we are sort of guilty of not thinking things through very well. Oh, yeah. And being influenced by influencers that we trust. Mm -hmm. So part of it is our ability to screen what's coming in and not just believe everything. Yeah. Test it out. Uh, a lot of times I will uh, take three, two to three different kinds of newscasts from different commentators so that I get a different angle. Mm-hmm. Back in the old back in the old days, we didn't, it seemed like uh, Walter Cronkite sure. is, is my example. And he would deliver the news, the facts only, who, what, when, where, how, and why. Mm-hmm. And not give an editorial piece. Right. Now, we have a hard time, I have a hard time, trusting how the news is coming to me in that it comes to me, I believe, with a slant. Oh, yeah. So if I take a really, if I can use the label liberal newscast, a really conservative newscast, and maybe one in between, then I can take, I can glean the facts... Who, what, when, why, and how, and figure out, now, why'd they leave that out, and why these guys leave that out, yeah, and what does it serve in their agenda?
0: Mm-hmm. I used to have, uh, for my news, I did it with Google News, and you can actually you know, tap the little button on the side and say, never want to hear from this source again. Man, I dwindled quickly, <laughs> until all <laughs> I had left were just crazies, <laughs> and it was insane how fast it happened where it's like almost like Google's like, well, what do you want then? You don't even want news. You want just like, yeah. then it was just like Packers stuff. Or didn't want their news anyway. Exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was hard to find something that wasn't just very slanted, very biased towards something. But, I mean, causing division. So this is kind of interesting because like we are obviously on a social media platform. That's what people are watching us really? through, right? Yes. Huge culprits for causing division, you mm-hmm. know? Um, like you said, the influencers, there's a lot of people who want to be influencers. Like I've heard a seven year old kid say, you know, I want to be a YouTube influencer. It's like, okay, I, God bless you. Why? Yeah. Um, well, and then the, then the question behind that is what are
1: you influencing them to? Sure. I mean, obviously if you're going to be an influencer, you've got a goal out there to, to influence people towards something. Yeah. And, uh. Boy, if we could get a lot of people influencing towards uh, respect, care, listening, uh, maybe we could change a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I find that out of the midst of conversation with someone I disagree with, I learn a great deal. Oh, yeah. I yeah. I already know what I think. So why do you think what
0: you think? Mm-hmm. Where'd you get that from? Yeah. How does that make sense kind yeah. of a thing? and. I didn't grow up that way. How'd you? you Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I have friends like, I have a friend like that where that is specifically what we do each time is, since we, or maybe it's just me, not in such a nice way like to say, this is why you're wrong, this is why you're wrong, this is why you're wrong. And then there's a rebuttal. And man, there's so much that gets learned through that but knowing that we each respect each other enough to come back the next time and not.
1: But that's the glue that holds you together is the respect.
0: Yes, exactly. As soon
1: as that respect is broken, then the conversation likely will go south.
0: Oh yeah. And the
1: relationship will too. Mm -hmm. But in reality, we very seldom will invest in those kind of relationships because it's so much easier to, to invest in relationships that agree just like I do. Yeah and then i surround myself with people who agree who think just like i do.
0: Mhm. It's tough.
1: It is tough, but i think i find it profitable.
0: Oh yeah. Sure. I mean yeah, if you let's say you're running a business or something, if you only have people that are around that agree with you, I mean, you're not coming up with new ideas. No. You have to be a heck of a super brain in order to get people to do exactly what you want, have them agree with you, and move in a central direction. There's, I mean, there's a good point there, but you do sometimes need that dissenting opinion to help curb you, you know? That's right. So, yeah, I guess even on this show, maybe don't believe everything you hear. I'm sure we've got stuff wrong.
1: I hope not, but we we try to do well. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So. We are an influencer, aren't we?
0: Sure. Boy, yeah.
1: Uh, should put hat on hey Mm
0: -hmm. mm-hmm what can a church do to help with division
1: well I'm an advocate for what I call a town meeting okay where you get as many people of the church together with a a moderator maybe not even from the congregation to bring out the voices and the thoughts of the congregation in a non-threatening atmosphere. I like to begin these when there's not conflict in the congregation. Sure. And then you begin a pattern of, hey, this is a spot where I can share my opinion, and it's not going to get me run out of church.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, we can do it with a lot non-anxious presence to moderate the conversation. I think we need more of that. And even in the conflicted church. We need to sit down with each other and listen. What I found in doing that is the conflicted sides may not be so far apart. And the need to have division might be much less if we have conversation. Part of it is, however, these conversations have not always gone well. And so we don't want to get in the same room with each other, right? But my goal is to try to get as many people together as possible sure. in a congregation to have that
0: conversation. Mm-hmm. What about on the basis of uh, of race? Like, if you're trying to let's say train a congregation to be seen as loving, be seen as understanding, to high. Like, like say there's some like say, so there's someone from another race living in the community mm-hmm. or a, a few or something like that and they think that they're not coming to your church because you're full of white racist people
1: well if they don't feel welcome they're not going to come so the way that church probably needs to work into that is so we need some color in this room right I need to invite my friends of color
0: right I mean,
1: right now, a lot of churches are just existing by making sure they get everybody back who didn't, who's been gone since COVID. Sure. I think we need to think beyond that and uh, begin to say, hey, there are so many people unchurched in our communities that the community church needs to touch everybody. Yeah. And just make sure that they feel welcome to come in Mm -hmm. their local building and worship the Lord. Mm Mm-hmm. And add a little Southern gospel once in a while.
0: Yeah, there you go. Maybe you can uh, develop a nice, uh nice like Southern Baptist voice. You know, possible. I uh, you're loud enough. Sometimes I forget to turn your mic on in the back, and you will still hear you pretty good. Blow the amp, huh? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, once I flip it on, it's pretty loud. Yep. So, uh, you want a fun question before we quit? Sure. All right. Would you rather? You oh, have one cent for every step you take or 50 cents for every jump.
1: Uh, one cent for every step. Okay. <laughs> Cause I don't jump very high.
0: You have to take 50 steps to why make one hell, jump. You could just be sitting in here jumping all day.
1: I'd still be doing pretty good with a
0: penny a step. Yeah, but think about it. You're writing your you know, sermon, um, and you're jumping the whole time. You'd make so much money, you'd be able to... Adorn the church with gold. You
1: notice how that my sermon has been characterized. <laughs> I'm jumping up and down. Uh, uh, uh. Tune in on Sunday.
0: <laughs> no, I'm just saying the sermons are kind of long, so I was thinking maybe that would shorten them a little.
1: Oh. oh. No,
0: I'm just kidding. They're good. Oh, dear. One more. Have you ever had a beard? Yes. Okay. How big of a beard?
1: Probably. full. Full beard. Yeah.
0: Awesome. It
1: was down a little ways.
0: Okay. What about long hair?
1: I had fairly long hair, but it didn't go beyond my earlobes.
0: Okay. Was that like in the 70s? Or oh, no? yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. My wife was asking me about that. But see,
1: the beard didn't happen until I was, uh, until the 80s. Okay. No, that'd be 90s, wasn't it? Yeah, it'd be 92 and after I had a beard. Yeah. When it turned white, I shaved it off. Oh, that's when it gets the coolest. I suppose, but my head was still the color it is now. I, mean, I see. I haven't done anything to my hair. Now... The big thing is whether the mustache comes off because it's turning white. I see. Yeah. And I don't want to color things, so I. Anyway, we turned white from the bottom up.
0: But well, we didn't want some young hooligan pastor in here, so it kind of gives us a reminder that we have. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well done. Will you pray us out? Didn't do that. Awesome.
1: Lord, thank you for this time together, Alex and I, and the, those who are watching, and we pray a blessing upon everyone who's been part of this conversation. Guide us in this day and help us to be better examples of what a child
0: should look like, a child of God should look like.
1: In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. Well, everyone, thanks for joining us. Uh, If you like this, like what we're doing, share with a friend, tell a friend. That's right. You know, there's link share buttons and stuff like that. Get it out there, and there's 30
1: of these, so you can go back and get the ones that we had before, and they're on YouTube.
0: YouTube, Instagram. Um, a bunch of different podcasting things. Cool. I mean, it's pretty impossible not to find it. I think if you type in Thursday mornings with Alex and Don on Google, it'll all be there too. So, wow. Um, yeah,
1: good advertising.
0: And, yeah, you're doing a good job, Alex. Keep yep, at you it. You too. All right, take care, everyone. See you later, Don.